0: Now we return you to the test card and some music. Hello and welcome to The Pilot Take 73, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And
1: like Mr. Bump said on his first day at Mr. Men's School Hello Mr. Jelly
0: <laughs> Hello Mr. Bump, Mr. Shepherd. <laughs> how are you today? Yeah, I'm pretty good man, I'm feeling yeah. good Yeah, I'm, I've turned of a, a bit of a throat infection Both of us, mm. maybe, maybe Feeling maybe... a little feel under the weather Okay Okay, how, what, why? I don't know Okay. To be absolutely honest with you, I don't know why. It's possible you caught it off
1: me last week because I, I've been sick. Yeah, we really should stop kissing after yeah, the podcast. Finish, really, really. Honestly, I feel that's the only way to celebrate an well, exciting
0: new episode. Sometimes it's the only way of you know just showing your emotions, isn't it? Having a good all smooch at the end. Exactly. Um, no, no. Otherwise, feeling pretty good. Just yeah, just like you know, it's, it's a lot of people have been suffering with it, so I'm not going to yeah. bang on about it. We've, we've we've all been through it. I feel I feel like our colds are the worst colds of all time, hmm. though. I mean, we weren't going about it. Without a doubt. I mean, you want to hear me mention it again? (laughs) For at least another three seconds. Exactly. Uh, But no, generally pretty good. Um, It's been uh, not bad in general. Lots of bits and pieces going on. Prepping for something quite exciting, which probably tell you about next week you're getting your, your arm amputated aren't you for some weird reason you yeah and, your the, taken and then off. just put back on the same place yeah. Just just for a laugh That's just to see what would happen just to see what would happen nice yeah you know and uh found a few people to agree to do it and, <laughs> yeah which is always nice my mate dodgy dave <laughs> willing volunteers always good to hear from um <laughs> but uh, yeah so fingers crossed i can tell you next week but if you can cross thing, your fingers after the amputation of course yeah point. maybe i'll maybe we'll have the fingers taken off and just turn and swap, swap positions Per, I think that's and perfect. And then they're permanently crossed. Swap, swap your thumb for your nose. Oh, I don't know if that would work. Would that work? It would work. It'd, it'd look cool. really weird, though, wouldn't it? It'd be really cool. With a nose on the end of your hand. Well, then you can, like, smell your food as you pick it up. Good point. And it'd be easier to wipe your nose down in trousers that's as well. <laughs> what? Am I the only one that does that? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> other than that, then, other than being a little bit under the weather yourself, how are yeah, you doing? Very good, my flexible
1: friend. I've um, <laughs> just been doing filming stuff, uh, editing a uh, quick edit of uh, my film. It's looking looking good, yeah, looking very good. Uh, I'll get a proper editor to, to do it properly, but my edit is looking good. You just can't help yourself, can you? I'm just like, I've got the film here, I want to watch it. I'm not going to wait for someone to do it. like I, for, any, for everything, I'm just like, why am I waiting for someone else to design this? Why am I waiting for someone else to make this? I'll just do it. It's like when I w-
0: do it myself, yeah. Like you know you, you know there's only like so much time in a day and you have other stuff to do as well. I do, you yeah. You know like you run a record label, you yeah, know, post pop and well we've got lots of there's lots
1: of hours in the day, you just have to not sleep. Which is kind of. Well, you and I are both show. pretty
0: good at not sleeping, to be honest with you. We're both, both very used to the uh, lack of it. But your sleeping patterns have slightly changed recently. Well, yeah, I mean, this current week, I'm, uh, I'm on the afternoon show, which is very nice. So yeah. I get a little extra time on the air, well, twice as much time on the air. I get some actual sleep, which is nice. Yeah. Um, however, it's right at lunchtime, which is very inconvenient because I like lunch. But that's a real prime radio slot. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, other than like Breakfast or Drive, that's pretty prime time. Yeah. So it's very exciting. And uh, yeah, I've been talking to some lovely people this week and have all been very up for having a chat with me. And nice. Being uh, very. You'd a, think a, a, they're being invited on the radio. Yeah, well, but there's, there's being invited on the radio and then there's like sort of answering my stupid questions and yeah. putting them like to. <laughs> You know the test, as it were, Kate. At times, Um mm. although I do have an interview tomorrow, where I'm told that it's an improvisational comedy group, and apparently Are I'm you, being I'm, is, be, I'm being set a live task that I know nothing about. You'll be good at this. You'll be good at this. I'm hoping so. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't make a complete fool of myself. <laughs> but one, you know, if, if anything, I uh, I do like to serve the world of comedy by providing myself as a tomfool Yeah, uh, for the. Uh, loving audience. So Man, I can already say it. You're gonna come out off off the back of that and be like, I wanna do improv. That's my thing. And I'm, you wanna join their group. I'm, I'm there's fifty percent of me that really hopes that is the case. Yeah. And the other fifty percent of me is going, Rob, you're busy enough as it is. You don't need any more hobbies <laughs> Feel yeah. it in jelly bones. But it's it's good practice for when you do your, yeah. your comedy slot. Well, I'm You're hoping just coming up in the next yeah, I am hoping that this will be a sort of little launching point for me to start really pushing it and yeah, yeah, yeah. and getting something set in stone. So watch this space is all I have to say about that. Okay, okay. okay. Time okay, for us to good. watch two more shows. I think we've got enough time to do that. I think so. So we have gone away to watch two what dramatic shows this week. Yeah, there's no comedy in this one. No comedy whatsoever. Um, so serious faces on now, please. Um, we have gone away to watch something brand new, which is only just finished in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. uh, on my employer, uh, of my employers, so the BBC. Yeah. And um, actually, was the other one? It was your choice BBC as well? Uh, my choice was... BBC, yes. Oh, in that case then, my, uh, my employers have done a sterling job this week for the podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed for employing me. I have amazingly two shows. Uh, my show was first, and mm-hmm. it is the uh, more recent of the two. It is the Sensational Bodyguard. I, I love... Rob, wrong, th- wrong theme song, Rob. What? That, that's, that's not the right theme song. No, that's, that is definitely the theme song to The Bodyguard. That is not the right theme song. No, that is definitely have, the theme song to The Bodyguard. Have
1: you watched, have you watched the wrong thing again? The Bodyguard? <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> no, Rob. Was it Whitney Houston? No?
1: Not the Whitney Houston one.
0: <sighs> anyway. It's going to be a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, so- of course I did go away and watch Bodyguard. Yeah. Not The Bodyguard. Um, the brand new... Uh, crime drama on the BBC. Yeah. It's can I shock you? Go on. Love this. <laughs> Love it. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> doesn't surprise you. No. I, I in, and, and all honesty, I've not actually heard from any single person saying they disliked it. Mm-hmm. I think you, you know you're, you're going into this knowing full well it's it's a crime drama. Yeah, it's kind of a thriller, I guess, in a way as well. Um, so if you're watching it, you're obviously aware of that, mm-hmm. and thus you're clearly a fan. You're not just going into it, you know. Not as a non-fan. I don't. I don't. Yeah. You know, like we've said a lot about a lot of the shows we've done on this podcast that you tend to go into most shows knowing at least whether or not it's your thing. Yeah. Uh, or whether or not you're going to try something a little bit new. Um. And this is very much one of those like you know what it is about.
1: Yeah. You know what it's about. And and when we come to talk about is the hype real at the end? This is probably the, the most hype show of the year. Surely.
0: Uh. Yeah. Everyone's banging on about it. Not going to get it. bigger amount of hype for a single show yeah. in 2018 so mm-hmm. I would certainly agree with that and uh, spoiler alert yeah it does live up to the hype okay good <laughs> um, but there are no spoilers because I have um, well been informed by you that you've only just watched this one episode that's it I haven't carried on yeah I've just watched, watched this one so all far six yep. finished the series I know exactly how it all ends so okay I had a quick recap before we started recording tonight okay, um, to memorise where it stops yeah. at the end of episode one. So if you haven't watched it yet, you will get no spoilers beyond episode one. Definitely not, pilot. because I don't know what happens next. So um, so don't panic. Uh, we will tell you a few things that happened in that pilot episode, yeah. of course, but nothing beyond that point if you haven't yet seen it. All six episodes are available on the iPlayer, by the way. So um, first things to note, it's called episode one, or episode 1.1, which I thought was quite interesting. Oh, yeah. Um, Some shows do that. I'll bring that back up again uh, uh, later in a minute, but just okay. to reference the other show we're going to do, that pilot is also called Episode 1.1. 1. 1, ah, okay. Which, and that has four seasons, sorry, four series um, currently made with a fifth and sixth series <laughs> yeah. penciled in. Really? Okay. So if you go not... on IMDb, yeah. the other show, Line of Duty, which we'll come to in a bit... Um, that has series you spoiled it already, but people knew from the title of well, the podcast. I hope yeah. they're, they're reading the title <laughs> of the podcast, Jed. Uh, um, series five and series six have already got pages for, on IMDb. Yeah, for twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Ah, okay. Um, but it's just interesting that they both had episode one, pilot episode as yeah. episode one point one. So maybe it yeah. makes me think the bodyguard has potentially got a second series coming. Well, it's just for anything that Jed Mercurio writes. Uh, yeah. creates, he creates, he has a. Please a particular just keep style. writing, mate. Keep writing. Yeah, I'm not um,
1: ticking on his name being Jed, though. There's not enough room. He's living up to it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. He's lived up and to it. And there's Jed Whedon, who's Joss Whedon's brother, who writes all of uh, his stuff. Really?
0: Yeah. Jed you know, you're, you're destined for greatness, mate. You know that, don't I you? I think so. Return, Return of the Jedi? Nope. Well? I- nearly.
1: Yeah,
0: we yeah, yeah. Um, so the the show opens up. There's no uh, title sequence to start with. There's not actually really a theme song to go back to the. the I can't remember. The, is it just like noise? Like, I I don't maybe not that exact noise, but well, it was close. Um, and <laughs> I don't think there's actually really a theme. It's just a title, song or I mean, you get the. the some, yeah, they get the title page, which just comes up. Bodyguard. But is it just a lost thing? It I think it's kind one of, of those, but it's. Yeah doesn't really exist it's not really out there as such yeah. and that's it's not sort of there isn't a sort of sonic signature for the show shall we say but i,
1: I really like that because i think the first five ten minutes of this show is almost as good as any f- first five or ten minutes of any show we've done so far yeah it's, i think it's
0: almost on par with the first five ten minutes of lost and that was a bloody plane crash uh yeah i would say actually <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to say that this is more tense than lost because, no, because, and let me justify it, because it is a plane crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's what it is. Okay. You don't know what is going to unfold in this first 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So to explain, it opens up, and uh, you can hear the sound of a train whilst the the, title credits are sort of rolling, you get the main characters' names pop up. Um, And the train's clearly going through a tunnel because they use that effect of it coming out into the light to light up the carriage, and you can see... um, David Budd, the character played yep. by Richard Madden, who's the kind of guy we're following as part of this show. He's yep. on the train, he's got his two kids with him, mm-hmm. they're fast asleep, clear on a long journey back from somewhere to somewhere else. Yep. You know, normal sort of train stuff. You, you kind of look around, you're you know, taking the surroundings, It's pulled up at a station, you stare out the window for a bit, you're waiting for the train to pull away, some people are getting on, some people are getting off. Nothing abnormal. But there's a shifty-looking guy on the platform, and David because why he's a, is he sh- why, why did he look shifty? Well, he's he's looking around a bit too much. Yeah. Um, he's wearing quite a large jacket, mm-hmm. um, and he is of Asian persuasion. Yeah. Um, and that and now, so to explain as well, that David Budd is a as uh, an ex-military man. Well, he's, we don't know that when we watch. We just think he's a dad. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, we just think he's a dad, but you don't realise that he's uh, now a. a, a policeman and a former military man himself he's served in afghanistan and such like that um you don't know this at the point i'm just giving you a little f- sort. you find out pretty quickly by the way mm-hmm. um anyway so he so he's got this kind of awareness about him more yeah. so than most normal people people are people are nosy to an extent well, you know but-
1: my thing that i do when i when i walk into a, a new place mm-hmm. check the fire exits immediately I've just learned to do that. I walk into a new building I don't How know. How often does the fire alarm go off where you go? No, but no, in any building you walk into, you, you, not the fire alarm, if there's a fire, or if there's any... Reason to leave. <laughs> Someone screams, I'm like, there's fire exit. I'm just, I just, just have a quick look around, especially if you're in, like, in a cinema or like a public place. There's a fire exit when you need it. Just, just keep an eye. I've just,
0: never done that in my life, constantly and I, doing it and I can not help but feel that tomorrow morning <laughs> I will go into work and observe all of the doors I'm constantly doing that
1: and like, if I'm on a plane when, when, I, when I pick the thing I sit next to the door and you know it's like sixty thousand miles up in the air or something. Um, it's not going to help me. Yeah, but the bonus is you get extra
0: leg room when you sit at that door. That's true. But a lot of responsibility. And I'm no, not. he sh- 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 doesn't still. come around too often, mate. To no, be honest that's with you. True. Anyway, the point yeah. being is um, there's a shifty-looking guy on the platform. Davey sort of looks at him, takes sort of note of it, kind of lets it go. Whatever. You know, he's he's tired. Kids mm-hmm. are asleep. He's with his kids trying to get them home. I guess to see um, the mum, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that's that. Um, stewardess comes through the, the carriage looking a little bit distressed about the whole thing he thinks well, you know it's not necessarily my job but you know i feel like i've if anyone's got some responsibility here to maybe at least ask it's me so he asks lady across look after can you just watch the kids for a minute yeah finally pops back to see her you know what's the matter we've been alerted to a possible um terrorist um attack imminent on a london bound train mm-hmm. so now you know the train's heading into london um you start putting the two and two together by, yeah. by default. Because your expectations and what media has led you to believe
1: is that someone of the Asian persuasion potentially could be a terrorist. So you're thinking straight away,
0: oh, okay, the guy that that's platform. the guy. He's obviously got on the train. Yeah. Um, and that's why this is all happening. So, you know, to speed things up a little bit, David sort of uh, tracks down where he thinks the guy is. Um, he's standing by the toilet door where he believes he's sort of locked himself in mm-hmm. he's text um, someone he's got the, um, uh, the train attendant to sort of message ahead yep. get the you know armed forces ready, for- on, on ready on the next station stop the train move everyone out of the carriage so the, the scene is developing pretty quickly it has gone from a very calm start to quite a tense situation in the matter of five to ten minutes at tops and you're right in it you are up close and personal you are on David's shoulder yeah, the whole time
1: you, you basically are
0: the cameraman must have been on his shoulder
1: I was thinking when I was watching Like, what can I do to help what can I do to help I'm right here yeah, what can if, I do It almost
0: feel like you're part of the film crew but yeah. you know, if, you, if you were to imagine how close you could have been I was thinking and, I'll,
1: I'll carry C. All, you see ca- you do yeah, carriage and, we, and
0: we've all been on trains we all know how like, you know, they're not the most spacious thing in the world. They're, yeah. They are, they're a, they're a vessel of, you know, transportation. They're not supposed to have oodles of room on them. Mm. So, you know, you're, you're very much right in the thick of the action by being here. Um, anyway, the door opens. Uh, the guy comes out. He's just been for a week. He yeah, so, hasn't got his jacket on. He's, uh, he's so, okay, stand down. Mm-hmm. Okay, tension's a bit, bit much, mate. Come I on. He's
1: ready to push him off the train.
0: Yeah, he's ready to kick him out of the train door. That's the yeah. sort of level we're at. Okay, so the, I, was, I, was, I can't okay, wait to situation see that. situation diffused, right? Yeah. Anyway, he watches him go back to the seat. Turns around, goes back to the loo, still locked. Dun, dun, um, dun. What's going on here? Door opens. Woman standing there. Bomb around her. Yeah. Holy guacamole! I I was I was stressed. I nearly pooed myself. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get Watching to the toilet, it. mate. Watching She's it. in the toilet. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You'd have to do it in your pants. But, I mean, here's where I want to really hit home a, an absolute, uh, if I could, standing ovation, but I'm holding the microphone. Um, Richard <laughs> Madden, what an actor. Yeah, what's he been in before? I I don't know, but I feel like I've seen him in something. Yeah, yeah. But to to go from that sort of, to play a a former military man who's clearly suffering from some sort of PTSD because there's yeah. little signs you see in his eyes. Yeah, he's yeah. shaking. He's mm-hmm. nervous, but he's also kind of, you can almost seem like kind of going back to his training, you know, yeah, trying to speak to himself, doesn't he? Mm, he's like, Come on, you can do this. And, you know, he's sort of yeah. trying to get in his own head and sort of psych himself up yeah. for it. Um, and obviously he's a cop as well, so he's trying to think of like training. Remember training. What do you do? What's the situation? Let's let's protocol. Think about all the things I can do to make this situation as well, diffuse it as best you can. Yeah. Um and quite literally the best word for this situation. <laughs> um and it's just the most incredibly tense ten minutes yeah, because- of drama you've ever seen. And Genuine. I was... At my heart rate, I would love to have known if my, how much my heart rate went up watching this. It was genuinely, like, the most yeah. tense thing I've seen out of all the shows we've watched. Mm-hmm. We we're 146 shows in now. Yeah. 73 takes of the podcast. This is the most tense 10 minutes to start an episode. I was tense, but I was stop. thinking, this guy's the main, the main character. He's not going to die. Or will well, the whole
1: thing be, like, flashbacks him in hospital bed? That could have been an option. But I was thinking, okay, he's almost talks her down but now these bloody police officers are here she's Snipe, pointing guns at her
0: sniper on the bloody yeah. train opposite and there's a guy a gun well, gu- sorry woman behind with a gun yeah. and a bomb proof shield in front of her she's got the Shatton, trigger in her, in her hand Shatton screaming at her yeah. and he's like look stay with me stay with me If you look they're not going to shoot me yeah. and you I'd like to think they would hopefully That's what not yeah. um, anyway defuse the situation a bomb doesn't go off and um, she's arrested but she's um, the wife of the, of the she's guy. She's the wife of the guy. They arrest them both. Okay, yeah. they go, they get taken away for counterterrorism interrogation, so on and so forth. He gets commended on his uh, actions, and long story of it, he gets promoted to personal security officer for the Home Secretary, played by Julia, Kelly Hawes. Yeah, Kelly Hawes, who is, the, is Home Secretary Julia Montague.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we are almost at fifty percent of the cast in this episode. At this point. Yeah, because there's not many people you meet in this first episode. It's true. It's quite light on people because maybe they don't want to kind of muddy the waters. Yeah, very much so. And I do um, add at this point they are there are many more characters that come in in episode two uh, for the rest of the six or ep- well, the rest of the five episodes after okay. this. Um, but you meet you meet David, you meet Julia very briefly. I think um, you get a kind of overall view of what she's about.
1: Yeah, um, he goes to her, her house. He has a quick look around. She's like, "You're going to be here all day." She's got yeah, like, she's quite to do. sort of
0: short and blunt about the yeah. whole thing. But he's uh, ultimately been employed to do a job. Yeah, um, so he doesn't necessarily have to be massively polite back, other no. than addressing her as mom. Yeah, um, so he does his job, searches the flat, makes sure it's safe, lets her in. Brilliant ego's job done. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a couple of occasions where he interacts with his uh, wife. Yeah. Who they've separated. And again, this brings back in the whole PTSD. He's clearly struggling with it, not dealing with it. It's getting too much for them as a relationship. So yeah. they've separated. They've got two kids, as we've already yeah. learnt, uh, and they live with mum.
1: And Keely Hall says to him, it's got, your hour's probably a bit of a strain in marriage, isn't it? And he
0: just just ignores it. Yeah, he just he sort silent. of boshes it aside and... Yeah yeah you know, um so there's there's clearly internal issues with david um as well as external issues In the fact now he's the personal security of the home secretary mm-hmm. um and there's one other character i just want to mention who who gets credit for this uh rob macdonald played by paul reddy mm-hmm. um he is a character that plays a very important role throughout the whole thing spoilers um no, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like, so you see him in this episode, and he doesn't seem like a major player. Who's he again? The, the the guy that... So he's the sort of uh, short little sort of nerdy-looking guy, with the curly black hair. Right, right, right. Who's right, right. the sort of assistant to the Home Secretary. Yeah, yeah. he turns who up seems, out her house Who seems pretty naff yep. at what he's doing. Like, he's like a work experience. He's mm-hmm. not. Um, he is much more experienced than that, and yep. you get to know a bit more about him in episodes two and three. Um, the only other thing to mention in this episode that happens is that David goes to a sort of veterans' meeting. Yeah. So it's his mate. Meeting is a vague term <laughs> because his mate is running it, um, who obviously served with in Afghanistan and mm-hmm. uh, Helmand province they talk about on the bench. And there's a conversation right at the very end, which is the bit where it sort of leaves it. And it's a conversation between David and, um, I think it's Tom, Tom Upstead. Yeah, Tom Upstead, Um, who th- they're discussing on the park bench late at night, you know, what would you do if you came face-to-face with one of the people that sent us out there, you know, because his face is completely scarred up. He's yeah. obviously been affected by an IED of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, David's obviously mentally scarred more than physically, although you do actually get to see he has got quite a few physical injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they talk about what they would do if they ever came face to face with the people who sent them there. And mm-hmm. one of those that did is Julia Montague. Cause you yep. find him researching her online mm-hmm. and now he's a uh, personal security. Yeah. Um, so there's immediate tension that you think, "Wow, well, this is, yeah, this is like lighting the fuse in a firework, and is it ever gonna? Is it going to go off? Is it not going to go off? And she googled him as well, though, like yeah. and knew that he was the one that saved the day. Well, on a- let's be honest; he's being hired in as the personal security of the Home Secretary. Yeah, they will know a lot about him. Yeah, but they don't know everything. Hmm. Is all I'll say. Yeah. It reminded me a
1: little bit of Homeland. Yes. Uh, because you can't. Like, so he's the main character, uh, Bud. But you just at the end just gives you food for thought. Like, is there someone you can actually trust? Is yeah. it an unreliable narrator almost situation? Yeah. Is he actually going to do bad things? But maybe for the right reasons. Exactly. Um,
0: that's that's that is the kind of the point you are left with right at the end. Is you you just don't know whether or not he's a good guy with. Uh, hypothetical bad thoughts yeah. or actual bad thoughts that he's going to act on and you just don't know whether the moral compass is going to kick in and and stop him from doing yeah. the things that we are hearing him talk talking about out loud with with Tom
1: I mean it's, they've got a point because these men are been sent into war zones or to to fight people they almost don't know why. They're just told to by it people just, in suits. Just, yeah, who are just sitting there, probably got eating the, got pizza, their commands and got so Netflix they, on the corner. They, yeah, they're going yeah, to go fight these people,
0: and then you and like half your mates get injured or some or of them killed.
1: die. Yeah,
0: so um, it's really tense, and mm-hmm. but it's it's so well told as a story, even if you've got no uh, close personal, direct sort of relations with military experience or. Um, anything like that, you, I, you still get it. They tell the story so, so well yep. that you immediately feel for David. Immediately, I maybe mean, he, he talks down a terrorist. That's mm-hmm. true. And stops the good guys from shooting the bad guy. So it's like he's on everybody's side, Yeah. always trying to, to defuse situations, to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And then right at the end you get torn away from that thinking, yeah, or is he? And that's where I leave it. Uh, and it's and it's incredible. It was an incredible ending. It is. Though, th-
1: because the start for me was so great, mm. like, it drops you right into such a fiery moment, I thought the whole middle of the episode was very
0: slow. And then it does get better towards the end, but yeah. it was just like
1: probably could have been done there's a lot
0: of stuff in the middle that makes sense as the episodes go on though okay well i know we, we say i'm, I'm watching um as a standalone the middle dragged for me yeah, a little we bit we say this a lot because i think it's very true and i think it's it's the balancing act of a pilot episode to do just enough to get you watching episode two yeah without, oh, giving, without giving you too much yeah that you you know what i mean you're like you're not in a hurry to watch it yeah You know, it gives, I think it gives you exactly the right amount to Mm. make you want to watch episode two. So, commandment number one, as we've always said, do you want to watch episode two? Yeah, probably tonight. Already watched it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And three and four and
0: five and six. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, it's a massive tick for me. Does it have a memorable theme tune or um, mention the tile? No, it doesn't. Um, But actually, almost the lack of it and just getting on with the story. Yeah. Almost a good sort of half mark for not muddying it with. An, un, an yeah. overly complicated theme tune, or I think title it made sequence. it more real as
1: well, almost documentary-like, because you you don't get the kind of the safe theme song, and then yeah. the show starts. You, just, you you bang in there. You've been dropped, airlifted, and dropped yeah. into this war zone. No
0: warning. Yeah. here it is. Yeah. were on a train. Let's deal with yeah. it.
1: Yeah, you barely sat down for your cup of tea. Yeah. But it's,
0: what it's, it's on? Yeah. I'm on a train. Yeah, and before you realise it, the train <laughs> is moving, and you're on. Oh, okay, we're on the window. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Um, does it introduce you to a new character or a journey? Yeah, yeah. Because David is assigned to the Home Secretary, mm-hmm. so you're immediately <coughs> sent on that journey with him. Uh, would you pause for a pee? Damn right.
1: Yeah, you have to on this show. Yeah,
0: you can't miss a detail because yeah. it's only six episodes as well. I think that's a it's a good thing to know that you've yeah. only got six episodes to watch because you think, well, I haven't got to invest a whole heap of time to know how it concludes, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, do you feel emotionally connected, love or hate with one or more of the characters? Yes. Yeah, Almost the all main of them. character, yeah. Almost all of them. I hate the Home Secretary. Yeah. She's a moody cow uh mm-hmm. david i real really kind of feel for him and i want him to do well i want him to succeed i want him to win whatever yeah. it is um would you recommend it absolutely i would i mean everyone has in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah i mean it, yeah it's not just and i us, would as well yeah it's not just us recommending it. everyone is is there a mic drop moment hmm.
1: i guess maybe the fact that there's another potential terrorist on the train that's quite early on um
0: not not a massive one because you kind of I, I expect. Think, it. I think the I think the mic drop is the moment where you realise it's not the guy, and he's like, oh, oh yeah. okay, and then and then just as you think that that's oh, all right, fair enough, yeah. and then suddenly you get the oh my god, it's her, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And you don't see that coming, and um, maybe that's the mic drop moment. Uh, does it defy expectations? Yeah, yeah, because it's
1: better than I thought. Even everyone said it was amazing. It's actually
0: better than yeah. I thought very much so. Um, has it aged well? It's something we we can kind of put to, but I think it's it's perfect for the time. Yeah, it's perfect for right uh, now. Yeah. So I think, and I think this will, will age well as well. It's not. It will. It, yeah, you'll be able to watch this in fifteen, twenty years time, and who knows where we'll be in society then? Mm-hmm. But you'll be able to look at this and go that really represented a time. Yeah. In society, in, in British society yeah. as well. That's to be, but uh, is the hype real? I already answered that. Yeah, hundred percent. Damn right it is. Like, it, if anything, they underhyped it. Like, it's it's so good, so very very good. But. Um, we will leave the score mm-hmm. of this show until the very end until of the episode the to keep you enticed for another little 20 Ooh. minutes or so. Um, we've both given it a score out of 10 yep. uh, based on those criteria and just generally how we feel about the whole thing. Um, they are available, all six episodes, on the BBC iPlayer. Uh, apologies if you listen in the States and you can't get to it. I don't know if that is still a thing. Um, they have BBC America. It's probably on I know there. they do. And I yeah. hope, and I really hope that if anyone listens in the States or anywhere outside of Blighty, um, and you'd be kind of watching some of the shows we recommend, yeah. do everything you can to find this somewhere. It's brilliant. I'm sure you, I'm sure that they'll know. You like, know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, so that's the, bo- uh, well, sorry, that's Bodyguard, not the Bodyguard as I yeah. accidentally watched this week. <laughs> on to your show then, which I have already alluded to
1: and yes. you probably know from the title so obviously it's the other show that uh, jed mercurio uh created um it is another british p- police procedural um but it's one that got a lot a lot of praise and awards are plenty and it's probably the reason why bodyguard came about it is line of duty Theme song straight away starts and it's an epic, almost superhero Marvel-style mm. kind of something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen. But it's subtly placed. Yeah. Underneath the opening scene. And the opening scene is tense, dramatic, yeah. and fits the music very well. It's essentially the counter-terrorism police um, raiding a flat. Yeah. You have uh, very fast editing of police officers all dressed up to the nines in their tactical gear uh, with guns in their hand going up steps, walkie talkies going off and people like checking things and um, creeping up these steps towards this one particular door and I don't know if you remember this but like about two months ago a similar thing happened outside my house did I tell you about this? No so um, I live opposite this house and just one, one night I came home what's going on there the whole place was like cordoned off with police tape tons of police around P- police on roof with guns like right next to my house and i said to one of the police officers what's going on what's in the house opposite mine what what's happening in there and the guy was like oh you don't want to know i was like okay I was like yeah but i need to get in yeah. and then he said great. these words he said these words don't worry it's not going to come out and get you and I was like, w- what? What does that mean? What does that mean? Just giving Jed an idea of another <laughs> film? Yeah. Thanks. Um, then I went straight on Twitter and was like, what's happening near me? Um, and because it was counter-terrorism police, they believe they thought it was, um, it was a bomb-making kind of uh, lab down there or something, because they completely gutted it out um holy moly yeah it's crazy and this really reminded me of it um all these police officers all around um and what happens is uh something again is very very similar to um the bodyguard where you're confronted with a situation where there's an asian person who is potentially thought of have being as a
0: terrorist they- it's it's uncanny how similar an opening yeah to an episode. But this is great because because it's Jed Mercurio, he's he's twisting
1: around the things in your mind. He's a clever guy. Get, so in this this came first in two thousand and twelve, June yeah, two thousand and twelve. Yeah. And what we get is a, an Asian guy, he seems strapping up. You see intercuts of him be strapping something onto his chest, and you just think, uh oh, what's yeah, this? Yeah,
0: cleverly done. Because you saw that in the bodyguard as well. Cleverly done in <laughs> yeah. a way where it you don't see what he's putting on. And I, your mind I, I, fills in the gaps. And I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I guess wrong, but I was on the right path. I guess wrong both times, both in the
1: bodyguard and this. I was like, <laughs> "See,
0: you know, I, I, that guy. I got the right path." Okay, for the for line of duty. Yeah, but it was. I mean, obviously, we will never spoil anything past the first episode. And apologies yeah, that we yeah. give some stuff away for the pilot, but it's the only way we can really talk about it. And we touch. have but to talk about this. They are raiding a flat you get cutaways from downstairs whilst they're watching from a distance. You got the tactical teams going in, you get cutaways from inside the flat and this guy strapping himself up. Um, and then you get the little black screen shots with the credits for the cast. Mm-hmm. Very fast, very intermittent, very sort of like, oh, it, 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 and you're like, come yeah. on. And, and you're like, your mind's not getting too much information at yeah. once almost. And just as it's processing one thing, it shows you something else. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you've got the tactical teams in the radios going, have we got the orders? Have we got the orders? Yeah. And there's a guy filling paperwork out on the bonnet of a car. And you think, oh, for yeah. God's sake, man, paperwork? Really?
1: Yeah, you've seen, you've seen anti-terrorism people. You've seen an Asian man strapping something to his
0: chest. And they break into the flat yeah and, and you know what they're trying to do, like you know as, as Jed said before, um we're always led to believe um that you know someone of this persuasion is is doing something wrong mm-hmm. and and, the, and thats and, that and, counts and, on you thinking that mm. They are very much counting on you thinking that, for sure. Um, the guys break the door down um, and they burst in and he turns around and he's got all the straps over the shoulders. You can see that it's around his waist. And as he turns to the camera and you can, you're sort of standing where the, the armed police are, um, you realise that he's got a baby in a sort of front carrier.
1: But they've already shot him in the head. they've already
0: shot him. Bang, bang, yeah. bang. Three shots, fatal shots, straight away. He's at the, he's at the floor, blood yeah. everywhere. Baby's fine his wife uh, comes out and wife like, comes out screaming and like you know unnaturally um, and immediately you get the sort of slow-mo sort of like reveal of the, the, the guy who's shot him going you know it's, yeah. it's the oh my god moment it's mm-hmm. the uh, what have I done yeah um, and I'll be honest with you I thought he was just putting a backpack on I didn't yeah. think it was a baby carrier I thought it was a backpack they see they could have gone darker and they could have like hit the baby and that would have been like traumatic yeah can you imagine? BBC but would the, never but, let that no, but, but the, the point is, and what it was, what it was all trying to do was lead you to the next scene. Yeah. Um, so very much like the uh, scene with in, in Bodyguard, you've got a terrorist bomber on the train, defuse situation, take him away, arrest and interrogate them. Mm-hmm. Um, David gets commended, raised up to the bar. This one, you've got something going wrong. Yeah. Whereas there was nothing actually going to happen like they were, you know, just in the wrong flat and Mm -hmm. it's, it's all gone horribly wrong. And all the officers involved, the one calling the shots downstairs, as well as the ones that went in with the tactical gear, are all bundled into a van with the like chief of police or the head of their department being told exactly what happened. Editing he wants all the details. You want someone to have the same story. Everybody telling the same story from the same song sheet type thing, and it's not true. Like, yeah. and and immediately you like you.
1: And our guy, DS Steve Arnott, his name the main guy. He's not having any of it. He's like an innocent no. guy died. At his Sarge or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell the truth, and the, the and then his superior says, "You're finished. You're yeah. finished." And he, he hears that ringing in his ears for the next five minutes. And then you see him um getting the job um
0: being, The corruption unit. Yeah, as a bodyguard. So it's so it's it's they run on such parallels, the two shows. Yep. Um so they're all quite comparable in that essence. Um but you get some sort of differences as well. Like the, the differences with this is that you've got Steve who's been involved in the situation, it's gone wrong. Yep. He refuses to cover it up and therefore is removed from duty type thing. Yeah. And then joins or moves to a new department, which is seems to be the sort of the way of the world. You know, you're never yeah. actually fired. You just move to a new department. Well, he's given a very special... Special operations yeah. of some sort. Um, and so Steve is investigating, you know, corruption within the police force itself, but also just corruption in general. Um, and he seems to be pointed in the direction of uh, an Anthony Gates or Tony Gates, perhaps. Yeah, played by Lenny James, who, who I really is love. amazing.
1: Who, as soon as I saw him, I was like, "Okay, this this Gonna is amazing." He is just the best because he can play good guy, flawed good guy, yep. and he can play bad guy that you like as well. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I don't know which one this is in this yeah, he's, story.
0: He's very, very good at
1: sitting on that fence. He's um, good, and he seems to be a police officer that is basically the number one police officer. He cop wins, cop of the year, isn't he cop of the year, and he's done that by just getting as
0: tons the best of criminals, figures, isn't he? He's got the yeah. best figures. Let's and put that. Let's put that <laughs> way because that's that's what that's actually... the whole thing's
1: about. Yeah, and he gets t- and uh, Arnott gets told. Yes, yeah, funny how he seems to get the the highest figures, isn't it? And then you, then is like keeping a close eye on him. Hmm. Sees him do do a, a phone call, and um, because earlier on we we see we see him. Uh, what's his name again? Lenny. Lenny. Uh, Lenny James. Lenny James. We see him in a cafe talking to um, uh, an ex or. Uh, A love interest. Yeah, a love interest. Jackie. And uh, they're flirting. And outside we see a little scuffle. It goes outside and there's three youths attacking a woman with a baby. Yeah. He intercepts them, manages to to punch them all off and
0: arrests one. And um, he accepts a... Well, the cafe don't... They just say, like, you know, the drinks are on us, like the the coffee's on us. Yeah. Which is a lovely gesture. And I'm sure, you know, if... You know, we, we, I'm sure if a police officer was in the middle of having a coffee break, which they're very entitled to do, might I add, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, if they suddenly just ditch their break because of the duty calls, yeah. um, that the coffee shop would say, well, do you know what? The coffee's on us. It's that, fine. That's you
1: the main reason for being a police officer.
0: You get free stuff. <laughs> of course you do. You're a
1: police officer. You've been your life on the life for this community. The least they could do is give you free stuff. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: the, the, that, which is the point, though. The, what you've brought up there is, is the perfect point. If is, I was a police officer, I'd be in Argos every day.
1: Everyone all right in here? Everything cool in here? Um, that that uh, number, 1964321, can I have a couple of those, please? <laughs>
0: I didn't know you were such a big fan of Scrabble. Um, <laughs> so you get, you get this sort of scene where, you know, he's obviously... Got a love interest, but he's obviously a cop as well, and then you find out he's like number one cop of the year again. Um, but he's also being investigated as to why he's always success- so successful, like like he's fixing the crime or something. And mm. so you so you're instantly sort of given the impression that there's something wrong with him, like yeah. you know, on the bad side of things. Um But I was thinking, how can how can you how can you fix that situation? How well, can you accuse? They do someone? explain, don't they? That this is like he only yeah. ever takes cases that he knows he's gonna win or, or get convictions for, therefore. Yeah. It look, always looks good in him. He doesn't take ones that, you know, he's likely to not get a conviction from. Yeah. So therefore, statistically speaking, his you know ratios are like successes to wins are, are outweigh each other? Yeah. Well, see until yeah, Jackie phones him in the middle of the night. Oh, what a on phone! Call. Home. Yeah, straight away he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up.
1: Calm down, calm, calm down, down, calm down. You know something's obviously got on. Yeah. At the end of the phone, and he goes and sees her. She's a mess. Yeah, drinking. Just drinking. And then she's like, I'm really, really sorry. I've, like, just, I'm have like, completely drunk. And I thought, okay, she's had a few too many. Maybe she slept with one of her colleagues or something. Yeah. That's what I thought that's, it was. That's exactly what I thought. And uh, that's bad of us, but she seemed like really like um, just beside herself. And then she's like, I hit something. And he's like, what? what? Hang on, what? I hit something. What did you hit? Uh, could it be the sign? Bollard.
0: I think, it, I think might it, a, been, it might have been a dog. A dog. And he's like, oh, it's a dog. Oh, I'm like, don't worry, you're thinking about it too much. Yeah, because he's now thinking, oh, Christ, if you're a person, we're in serious yeah. trouble. And he's like, don't, don't worry. And then he... Uh... He's like, where's the car? And she's <laughs> like, well, I phoned I, I it in stolen. Like it's an eighty grand, like you know, Range Rover. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got a immobilizer. Where's the keys in my bag? I didn't didn't think. Uh, Yeah, but she's been done for drink driving before. She's been, she's done it again, and she thinks she's hit a dog and she's abandoned the car, so on and so forth. Anyways, Mm -hmm. it turns out didn't hit a dog, hit a man. Saw that coming. Everyone saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's okay. That's okay. I think it's okay. I think it's fair enough nowadays for people to be able to sow a seed in in a story which we all kind of see. Yeah. What it's going to be in the end. Um, We've got so much television to choose from, as we are demonstrating on a weekly basis, being able to watch different shows each week, that sometimes you're going to fill in the blanks and they're going to be easy blanks to fill in from time to time. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not a bad thing. The interesting twist to it is that he's an accountant for the business that she runs. Dun, dun, Which you find dun. out right at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, the, the, the plot is thickened by the fact that Lenny's character, Tony Gates, um, helps her sort of cover it up, but says to her, come clean, say you're panicked, and we'll get it sorted. Like, the yeah. fewer lies you tell, the better at this point. We'll get it sorted. And she continues to spiral out of control, Yeah, this web of lies. But can you, can you see the parallels
1: between this and the bodyguard? You have... Hmm? The parallels between this and the bully So you, you've got um, him, Lenny, uh, wanting to come clean about something, just like, um, uh, actually, no, no, sorry, not like the bully Like this, like the uh, Arnold, the police officer in yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He also wants to come yeah, yeah, clean. They're about something. on the
0: same sort of trajectory, really,
1: yeah. but in different uh, sort of lines. Exactly. They so they they've both got things that like they reluctantly have to to go against the the, their, the thing they love yeah, almost their moral compasses. Yeah, well, right? to to do what's right. So these people, who are essentially the, the anti-hero and the hero, are essentially the same person, and this made this so interesting for me.
0: And just, I mean, the level of the casting in this, like,
1: oh man, they did just it cast is excellent. Yeah,
0: it is excellent. Um, to, to go back to Jackie, who's the drink driver, hit the hit the guy. Yeah, Gina McKee, accidental link of the podcast. She's in bodyguard. Not the first episode. Yeah, I didn't notice her. Um, she is in episode probably two or three. Okay. Um, but she does have a very, very vital role all the way she to the end. She plays the Winnie Houston character. Yes. She basically <sighs> just bursts in the song every scene. Queen of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Busting like, some moves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is an accidental find there. Um, there are some... Brilliant characters in this. There's all sorts of people involved. Uh, they've all got different teams and groups that they're working within. And because it's a, a police department or police uh, station, um, there are all sorts of people wandering around. So there's lots of little minor characters who drop in and out. And having only watched episode one, yeah, I don't know how many of them are really key characters and who are not. But you do get fed enough information yeah. concerning Kate... Fleming, mm-hmm. um, who is kind of wanting to be a part of this sort of more tactical team that uh, Tony Gates, well, Lemmy James' character, yep. um, runs. Yeah, uh, she wants to be a part of it. She wants to be in there. She wants to get more involved. She thinks she's got skills to pay the bills, as it were. Mm-hmm. So she's rubbing elbows with with Lenny and Tony's Gates, his character, Tony Gates, and um, she wants to be a part of it. So he kind of invites her out for drinks uh, with the team and gets her involved in some of the cases. And, you know, she's working her way in. What you find out on the side, though, is that she's working technically with Steve and his new boss in the corruption unit Mm -hmm. because they're trying to bring Tony down. Yep. And they issue him with all sorts of random paperwork to try and slow him down, to try and grind him down a bit. Um, And it just seems all very deceitful. Yeah. Like on 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 so many
1: levels. Can I just say that Kate Fleming is also played by Vicky McClure, yep. who is just such a great actress. She's like she's almost like a national treasure of British television and British films. Um, she's so good, and uh, and yeah, I thought this episode in particular was very good, very good, almost on the same level as the Bodyguard. I'm not sure which one I preferred. Because I watched The Bodyguard first, mm-hmm. and then I watched uh, um, Line of Duty. I, I enjoyed them
0: equally. And I, I thought Line of Duty... I'm trying to be as fair as I can, but having seen all of Bodyguard, yeah. I'm finding it very hard not to slightly edge towards that. You but, have to just think about the first you know, episode. The only other the last thing I didn't want to say on it, really, is, yep. uh, with Line of Duty, this is... Um, I mean, there's four seasons. Let's just get that out right away. It's six years earlier than Bodyguard as well. It was out on the 21st of August, 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're obviously still... Interested in making more of it because they they've are. got five C's, five and six already kind of penciled. Mm-hmm. Right at the end, you see uh, Tony getting more information about this hit and run stolen car, which obviously we know is Jackie's. Yeah. And he's trying to help her cover it up or make the best of a bad situation, shall we say? Because it's unfair to, at this stage in episode one to say he's trying to cover it up because he's. Well, he's trying to do the well, right thing, but He's trying to, but with conflicted. You know, it, it, Yeah, conflicted, because he knows that there's no, there's no good way... This is not going to end well, full stop. There is no good ending to this for Jackie. Yeah. But surely it cannot be that easy to remove evidence. And, I'll, and I won't say wow. more on that, because I won't give anything that way as to what we're talking about here, but surely it is not that easy.
1: I'm, I have a friend... I have to be very careful here, (laughs) who's a police officer. Right. And the stories that he tells me,
0: there are people out there who have access to do things like this. Um, Yeah, but sure. No, okay, so so relevant of that, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's... Because a lot of it probably is based very much in reality and though slightly dramatised for television or to make it better for for TV. It it cannot be that easy. Like, surely there is not... it's like, it's like you and me. Right? so so Perfect example. Yeah. Right? You and I are both linked into the same little notes uh, pages on our phones. We've both got yeah. iPhones. We've both got the notes tab. And New we both iPhone, share. Yeah. Right? All right, smite pants. Show off. XS We've both got All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> mine's shiny too um, we've both got access to this notes for, for our podcast yeah Yeah. and we both see all the takes all 73 takes we've done so far yep. are right there all the scores are next to it yeah yep. now you and I can delete anything on that well we
1: add each notes on it well, like we secret do. notes to yeah, each yeah, other yeah, don't we yeah.
0: secret notes going on have you had another one yeah. you you sneaky little you, have, you, yeah. you haven't found it no I have no, you haven't. What about that? Um <laughs> no, look. <laughs> so the point is we can add stuff to it individually, we can take stuff away from it, but it will always tell you you can always backtrack a version. Like you can always go back a version. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you, you know,
0: you can always re find it. You just not always delete it. It's it's nuts. Like I can I can rescue emails from years ago from servers. Yeah. It's not like you can just go on a machine nowadays, delete something, it's gone forever. If you once have the right clearance, you, well, I'm but, sure you can. But, but surely it's not. Surely, that you know, stop checking the bottom of the thing. <laughs> just pay attention. I'm just seeing what secret
1: note you, you've yeah. written.
0: Hold yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right, so, But my point is is that how can it be that easy? When you and I have got access to something together that one of us can change, or both of us can change.
1: <laughs> right? Okay, you found my secret note. You...
0: Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just. I just. And especially when you're talking about police evidence. Yeah. How have they not got systems in place where it's impossible to remove something without multiple levels of clearance, or you, you can you, remove it from maybe a, a sort of surface level, yeah. you know, database, but it's still archived away. Like it's never deleted. Oh, you, you, you could never delete it. Okay. And actually, therefore, because that that what you could then do is. Find evidence that it existed here, mm-hmm. but at this date, someone deleted it, and if, then then you can investigate that. You know, if you have the clearance, you can literally do anything. No, I don't. Think, could... I, I, I don't believe that. Don't believe that for a second. Okay, you can't delete the internet, can you? You can't turn the internet off anymore. Challenge it's,
1: accepted.
0: It's so self sustaining now. You couldn't. You couldn't remove it. You could. Del- you could delete uh, your Twitter account and delete all the tweets you've ever had. But, but I can't. Can I? Because let's be honest, Twitter have got it somewhere on a server that at some point, if ever there was needs for a legal case against me or something, they could dig it out. <laughs> but that's that what I'm saying. like you, you, you say that I can go around and delete it. I could go through every single tweet, all 26,000 or whatever I've done now, uh-huh. and manually delete every single one of them. I'll bet you any money there's a copy of that sat somewhere on a server in California.
1: Yeah, well, I've saved every one of your tweets. But well, obviously you have. Yeah, I, I, know, I know yeah. that you do. You put yeah. them on the wall. Well, yeah, it's
0: wallpaper. I know. But you uh, see so what I'm saying? There's still a copy. Yeah. I, I guess. But I That's guess- the only bit, I d- and, I'm not, and I'm not trying to disprove or or say that any part of the story writing in this is wrong because I, I understand why it's there. Mm-hmm. But I, I, no part of me can accept that that is it that that it, that it is that easy. I'm sorry.
1: It's just TV logic. It's like I'm sure there are bits in the Bodyguard mm. where you have got to
0: think, why doesn't I, why, why I, doesn't no. the Home Secretary? No, I, I know. never thought that. I never thought that.
1: Okay. I I thought it, like for instance the home secretary. She, you, she only seemed oh, to know. I can't, ab- I can't tell you because it's not in that first no, exactly. episode. Yeah, but she only seemed to know. Uh, she Googled him while he was in his house. Before that, she didn't know. I was thinking, Home Secretary's got a new bodyguard coming into her house and no one's informed about him about the fact that he was the one that saved everyone's life on the train that day. Surely someone would at some point go, that new bodyguard, you know you know, he's like a national hero. And why doesn't she know? Why
0: doesn't she know his face? Whose face has probably been all over the newspapers. But, but he probably wasn't because... His special unit and such like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. Mm, all right. Well, there's maybe moments in these that we have to just accept. Yeah. are how we would. It's like Jurassic Park.
1: What? Like like what? In Jurassic Park, like yeah, those dinosaurs aren't real. Shut up. We have, we have to, They're not real. It's at the end of the podcast. <laughs> they're not real. They are real. They're not real. I don't know what you're talking about. They're not real. Anyway. They only managed to get the real ones in, in the New
0: Jurassic World. Mm. Yeah. You, you keep believing that, mate. I know they're real. Um, shall we score? Yes. Right, yes, let's just score. It. Okay. Um... <sighs> both available on the iPlayer, by the way. Um, that's where I watched them is both. Is Lionel GZ on the
1: iPlayer? I had oh, no, no, to Netflix. 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 Yeah, Netflix. Yeah, I was say. Sorry. I was looking on the iPlayer. I was like, this should definitely be on the well, iPlayer. the latest
0: series. Series, uh, series four is on uh, the iPlayer. but is um, it? Okay. Series one and to three are Netflix at the moment. So yep. uh, Bodyguard, I mm-hmm. am going to give it... <sighs> I was being quite conservative, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. You're welcome to be. No, nine. Whoa. Nine. Nine best crime drama I've ever seen jeez louise simple as that okay it's very very good has a lot to live up to has mm-hmm. so many crime dramas come before it mm-hmm. that are still legendary years and years on this immediately yep. sets such a high benchmark for future work if I was basing it on the first 15 minutes alone yep 9.5 to
1: 10 yeah the middle dragged, dragged yeah, quite okay, a lot, and yeah. the, the end got better. It was it was, it was, Yeah, good ending. It's going to be high. Go on. I'm giving it 8.5. 8.5, 17 and a half yeah.
0: for Bodyguard. It's bloody great. I'm, I'm probably going to watch episode two tonight as well. You should do. And yeah. if you don't, you're a mug. It's true.
1: You guys out there who don't
0: watch episode two, even if you haven't watched episode one... Rob Jelly calls you a mug. You are a mug. Um, no, it's, it's, it's amazing. I can't honestly recommend it enough. Uh, 17.5. I'll slide that into the league table in a moment. Line of Duty next then.
1: Yeah. I, I equally loved it. Um, it may just be a tad less exciting than uh, The Bodyguard because The Bodyguard built upon what we what we knew about uh, uh, the world of Jed Mercurio. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, it's probably going to just get an 8. It's still really bloody good. Okay. Um, but I want to see that less than watching the episode 2
0: of The Bodyguard. I want to see that first, which means it should get a higher score. Well, I'm going to match you. I'm going to match you and give you an 8. I actually wrote 7.5 down. But okay. But I'll, um, I'll give you another half mark. Um, you talked me up. Good, good, good. 16 so is not too 16, bad. 16, that's a pretty good mark to have. Yeah. Uh, 17.5 slides Bodyguard. In amongst some rather high-level television, Stranger Things, X-Files, Downton Abbey, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Ten Twenty Four, mm-hmm. Crystal Maze, and RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I love the RuPaul's some, Drag, Race. Some company, RuPaul Drag Race! There's uh, a company, isn't it? RuPaul's Drag Race. You desperately need to watch that if you've never seen it, and even if you think we've gone absolutely nuts, trust oh, they us. know how good that is. It is excellent, and uh, with a six score of sixteen, Line of Duty goes in amongst uh, The Flash, Oz, Seinfeld, Homeland, The Crown. Garf Meringue's oh. Dark Place, six feet under, oh, Grey's place. Anatomy, and Black Adder. Mm hmm. That's some pretty healthy uh, company in there at 16. Yes. Um, next week, though. What are we doing next do week? What do we do next week? I'm wondering if we can do something just massively. Well, get, did go. you pick first last week? Handbra- yeah, but Handbrake okay. Turn, I think, this week. Let's do something totally different. Unless, okay. Unless you've got another crime well, drama. Well, no.
1: I wanted to do one. Um, I don't think anyone's asked for this, uh, to put it on the list. But I think we're doing quite a lot of recent stuff. Okay. So I was I was like, right, what's the earliest thing I can find? What's the oh, earliest TV I- show?
0: You know we've done 50s already. Like we didn't-
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've done 1959, was it? And I was like, how far can we go back and still have something interesting that could potentially be the greatest episode of something of all time? Okay. So I have gone back to the 1930s, specifically 1930, which probably means this was made in the 20s, what are you doing? <laughs> this is—we're trying to well, get new listeners, not
0: it's... get rid of the ones we have.
1: It's good. It's good. All all the ninety-eight-year-olds uh, in the audience will love this. <laughs> this uh, show that I'm going to talk about is for next week. Is the first episode of Betty Boop? <laughs> it's called Dizzy Dishes. It's an animated cartoon <laughs> c- created by Fleischer Studios in 1930 um, as p- part of the talkatoon series, and it's the first.
0: Uh, appearance. of The first full cartoon, right. Of Betty Boop. Okay. I don't know if this is quite as early, but it's about the oldest thing I can think of instinctively off the top of my head. Sex in the City. No, not okay. Sex in the City. This oh, I'm winning. saving that, man. Okay. I'm saving that. Take one hundred. <laughs> oh um, god. The oldest thing, like well, the old the thing I can think of that I'd probably use, but the oldest thing and animated as well. mm Hmm. I don't even know if it's black and white. It might just be about colour. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Tom and Jerry. Ooh, nice. Is it, is it is the first episode want, colour or, I want to or say black and white? I want to say it's probably mm, 40s. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't really know if they I know if just... I don't know if it's old enough to be black and white or if, it is, sure if it's the turn of colour. I'm sure it's black and white ones. I don't know.
1: We'll soon find out, I guess. Yep, we'll look them up and yeah. we'll find them and... <laughs> Betty, Betty Boop.
0: Boop and Tom and Jerry. It's probably
1: absolute trash, but I hope it's good. Oh, I bet it's crap. Oh, I bet they're both absolutely <laughs> oh, <no>. awful. <laughs> um, does Betty Boop talk? Of course she does, and she sings,
0: she's like, yeah, no, no, I know she sings, but does yeah. she ever talk? Yeah, Because Tom and Jerry. Don't she is like a proto episode,
1: Marilyn Monroe. She talks like Marilyn Monroe, but before Marilyn Monroe, nineteen thirty. Like it's going to be an
0: interesting watch this you know,
1: week. Spoke. <laughs>
0: That's just my Michael Jackson impression. Next, next week, you're doing the whole episode with that voice. Okay. <laughs> brace yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Brace yourself. Yeah. Uh, right, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, comments about what we've watched this week, uh, Bodyguard or Line of Duty, you're very welcome to do so. We're on Twitter.
1: Yes, Jed Sheppard. we are. You get, catch me on Twitter, at Jed Sheppard. J e d s h g p h g
0: r d. And I'm on Twitter at The Jellyman. That's h w e Jellyman. Yeah! <laughs> With added beatbox this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so tweet us, um, tweet us what you think of the shows we've been talking about. And if you've got a show that you're watching that we haven't yet reviewed let us know what it is and we will put it on the list hashtag put it on the list easy yep. for me to find that way um, thank you very much for the suggestions uh, from the Dark Lake Emperor recently yeah uh, he gives us lots doesn't he yeah, We are very, what's, very what's much, last one uh, very much appreciative of those um, let me have a quick spy they're on the list as we speak yeah. uh, the Day to Day and Brass Eye yep We've got... and Prime Podcast guys and girls thank you very much for your suggestions Secret yeah. Diver Cool Girl um, selfie oh. as well Came along oh, That'd be a good one um, There's some nice suggestions So we will get to those um, As soon as we can um, yep. We've got to find them that, Sometimes that's the biggest issue yeah, is finding yeah. a copy of them That's Because well, We've we've stumbled across yeah. Shows that we can't find All versions of Do you know what's
1: funny The, the Primeval po- podcast Recommended those shows Have they recommended Primeval <laughs> At all
0: They're saving that Okay That's, the, that's their trump <laughs> they, card They
1: called the Primeval that's, podcast that's, And they're
0: suggesting Watching uh, Secret <laughs> Dive of the Core Girl Yeah why um, not?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that just leaves me to say see you later, alligator. In
0: a while, crocodile.